Welcome to Dad to the Bone, where three dads talk about dad stuff and wonder why the college football playoff hasn't expanded to six teams yet. It's time, guys. Make it happen. (laughs) I am QJ, along with Sam. What up? And Rich. We are the hosts of this amazing and glorious, electrifying Dad to the Bone podcast. Wow. mm, While I'm talking about it, uh, Mm. while we're at it, Make sure you go check out episode one and two of season two. Uno and um, dos. It is just some good, <laughs> delightful, decadent stuff. So, purifier. Uh, decadent. It's did decadent. you say purifier? Purifier. <laughs> yeah, some good stuff. Are you saying so, purifier or purifier? Take your pick. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so go to wherever you get your podcast from. Check out episode one, episode two of season two. Check out season one if you haven't. There's some good stuff. Guys, you wouldn't believe this, but I literally had somebody call me out of the blue yesterday and say, hey, I just checked out season one. It was amazing. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> a little late, man. Yeah. A little late there, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But Hey, better, be- better late than never. That's true. There's a lot of good stuff in, yes. in season one. Oh, yes. But, you know, season two, you got to level up, man. Absolutely. So speaking of things to level up for... It's the holiday season, and it's almost Christmas, guys. We're here. We're here. As the Young Bucks would say, we, we out, out here. here. We out here. We out here. So Christmas <laughs> is just about, I think, exactly two weeks away. And, uh, man, I'm feeling holly jolly. I feel like this year, <laughs> you feeling holly I'm jolly? feeling holly jolly. Who's, who's holly jolly? Holly, well, <laughs> high school. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, no, that was okay. So, uh <laughs> Keep your hands to yourselves. Hey, um, I don't yes. need to know about Holly or Jolly. Leave yeah. those two out of this, no, okay? I'm feeling Holly Jolly. I'm Jolly with no Hollies. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, no Hollies. Jo- jolly minus the Hollies. Uh, no, no. Uh, because because Christmas is two weeks away, and so uh, I feel like I've gotten way more into the Christmas spirit this year, maybe than I have in a in a long time. Not for any particular reason, but I think. It's funny on the on the the last episode we talked about Thanksgiving and uh, you know when do we put up the tree and all that and and um, man we like sweat I feel I told my wife I feel like we we got on it just so much quicker this year like our house is like actually like in good form for the holidays right now like I'm not I don't feel behind at all and like last year we you know I have like a little like a little front porch I don't do the roof and all that but I have a little front porch and. Uh, uh, last year I tried to like light it up, you know what I mean? Like the porch, nothing else. And, um, and, uh, we're not talking about proposal two. Right. Keep going. Even no, though it, that was the last episode. Yeah. So, um, I tried to like put lights all on my porch last year and they, it was just bad. Like it looked bad. It looked like I let my five-year-old do it. What, like, like a bad design. It was like the, well, so I got all the lights up and you know, I didn't test the lights before I did it. And so I hung all the lights up, and then I plugged them in, and only, like, spots of the strands worked. Oh, no. Problem was, I was too lazy to take them down again after that, so I had, like, spotty lights up for, like, the entire month, and then into January, too. So uh, this year, happy to report, bought all new lights. The lights work. The porch is really, really well lit. Did you get like, those LED guys? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're shining. And so if the Hallelujah Chorus was visible, that's how my porch looks. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. So, um... So uh, yeah, what's Hallelujah Chorus? Are we talking about the you know? We're talking about the big one. No, 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 no. That's that's no. That's fourth, the fifth. Yeah, that's what I don't know. I mean, I know what that is, but I don't know why that is. Give me those minors. Yeah, the major lift. So 
needless to say, I'm in the spirit. Uh, so uh, I want to know. We did this about Thanksgiving. We're going to do it again about Christmas. What, leading up to Christmas, now that we're two weeks out, what are some things maybe starting now, maybe starting a week ago, maybe starting right after uh, Thanksgiving, leading up to Christmas and even the new year that you guys do with your families around the holidays? Yeah, that's a good question. So for us, we uh, just get ready for the holiday season. We have some traditional type uh, decorations we hang up every year. Yeah. You know, it's funny to watch my kids uh, with their decorations that they make in school. I love and, those. Uh, those are they're the love best, it. and you hang them on the tree. And it's funny because every year you watch them get more and more like used and like bent out of shape. And it's funny because I remember being a kid and me having those same things mm-hmm. on the tree where like they were like, like the handprint yeah. ornament. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's like, uh, it's just so cool to have those traditions. Like, uh, you know, we always go and get the tree. Like, we are a fresh cut tree family. Okay. So we go and we pick out a tree and we all size it up and Mm -hmm. we all pretend like we know how to tell a good one from a bad one. Right. (laughs) And uh, And who does? I mean, really, except Paul Bunyan, but anybody else. (laughs) I mean, a forester. I don't know what a forester's called. Like a genetitarian. Like a lumberjack? Is it genetitarian? Maybe a botanist? A forester? Yeah, I think they're called a genetitarian. It, it, it may be. A horticulturalist is the, the uh, is like the grass and stuff. That might be trees too. Maybe Hort- botany. Botany, I feel like it's flowers, maybe. Botany is yeah. like certain certain plants, I think. Like uh Mr. Miyagi was Listen, can we all just agree uh, into okay, that stuff? So maybe I could be I'm, completely I'm wrong. Quite certain quite certain. Uh, I'm I'm certain. What is it? What word do you think it is? We're not looking it up. I'm looking it up We're right not now. It up. It up. Pull it up. Do it's twenty eighteen. Put put a tree specialist. All right. Just a tree specialist. Are we really looking up? A tree We're looking specialist? it up. This, Wait, what did you, you say it was called? I'm right. That's what. What I did said. you say? A forestry I am major? Right. A gentry. Gentrification. Gen- that's bro. That's gentrification. A genitarian. A what? No. A genitarian. No. I'm not searching Stop. genitarian Just out there, bro. Stop. <laughs> I'm not typing that in. <laughs> I'm gonna call it all kinds of bad stuff. No. What did you call it? Don't click don't the photos know. tab. Don't no, click the photos tab. So know. you're a fresh cut. You look it up, but you're we're a fresh cut tree horticulturalist. Sam, why don't you look it up? Why, why do you look up your word? Because I don't know what your word is. Jenna, just okay. Jenna. So I'm a fresh cut guy. Genitatarian? Because we like to smell. We like yeah. the energy it brings. You like sweeping up pine needles. We enjoy sweeping up the pine needles. It's just it brings an aroma and an atmosphere into the room, and it just it just brings Christmas for us. So we enjoy that part of it. We enjoy. Just kind of, we have a countdown calendar too. Okay, that counts down to Christmas, and it's just, uh, it just brings in the spirit for. It. So it's also like gives me a chance to like bribe my kids and be like, I'm a tech Santa if you don't make it bad. <laughs> so not to not to to do Are anything, we, but uh, genetitarian uh-huh. doesn't exist. <laughs> genetitarian. It comes up Janetitarian. Which is that? What? Planet, a planetarium that only plays Janet. Did Jackson I meet videos. Janet Atarian? She's the deputy director for the City of Detroit Planning Effort <laughs> <laughs> Committee. Janet Atarian. Nah, man. Horticulturalist. I'm gonna look that up next. Y'all keep talking. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> but no, it's good tradition. So good tradition, and um, of just being together as a family and like listening to like we have our favorite music. So. Um, I always, whenever for me it's not Christmas until I hear uh, this Christmas okay. by Donny Hathaway. Okay. So when I hear and then we break out what? our Christmas movie. So like we have a couple of them. Like we always watch this Christmas is a movie with uh, Chris Brown, Sea Breezy, oh, and um, you have uh, wow. we, we watch uh, Four Christmases. I think is what uh-huh, it's called. Yeah, yeah, with, that's a good uh, one. And um, the Elf. 
Yep, Alf. So, yep. Oh, guys, I, fo- I found it. What okay. is it? Here so a horticulturalist or whatever that I said it was, that's yeah. for plants, grass, specialty plants. They work in like greenhouses and things like that. Go on. An arborist. Arborist. Ar- I was thinking arborist. an arborist. Arboriculturalist. Uh, I threw an L in there. There's no I we all knew that Arboriculturist. I was thinking that. Yeah. Those are the people who uh, cultivate and manage the study of individual trees, shrubs, vines, and other perennial woody plants. Ah, thank you. So yes. for one day, so an arborist. For one whole day, Quinn and his entire family becomes arborists. Yes. When you're finding that tree. We become arborists. Yes. Well, like but that. the thing is, Quinn really likes the football team that's found in Ann Arbor. Right. So Quinn would always be an arborist. Yeah. Right? Would you, you say would you say year round you're an arborist? Like Go Blue? Well, I'm QJ. So I don't know QJ. if Quinn likes it. QJ, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. QJ. So you're, you're I, I say go green. He he, okay. he breathes blue go, and maize over there. I say go green. <laughs> always. So I'm a natural arborist. You're a natural arborist. Yeah. Perfect. You know what? I'm gonna that, put that, that in my Instagram profile. It does. Sam. It does. Arborist. Arborist. <laughs> and it's legal now to be an arborist. So <laughs> Sam, what are your Christmas traditions. Yeah, Christmas traditions, man. I talked a little bit about it last last uh, episode, man. We on, on Black Friday, we set up the whole house, do all the Christmas deals. Um, no, not Christmas deals. We like do like cookies, set up the yeah, tree, yeah, ornaments, yeah. decorate, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so you guys last do year, good cookies. I feel like you roll out cookies so, and stuff. So we did this year, and they were pretty dope. My wife did a great job, homemade from scratch, all that stuff. Cool. Um, we so last year I went pretty hard. And uh, you know how you said you put lights on your porch? I put them across my roof, like outlined my roof with lights. And um, and if you would have driven by my house, I don't know, mid-July, you'd realize they're still there. <laughs> if you <laughs> drove by my house mid-September, you'd say, oh, look, those lights are still there. But now you think, oh, look, he put up some Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're still up from last year. That's a veteran move right there. Just Can I tell out. you? Uh, I, you got to invest in the good bulbs for that. I, I thought, thought you know, about just, doing that. Just but- leave them. I thought about that. As long as you don't get then, colored bulbs. No. I got you gotta get the LED. They can yeah, switch colors. Exactly. I thought about doing that, but let me tell you what happened. Wow. I got on my ladder and I got up to like the edge of my roof, which uh Sam has been on my roof before. Yeah, I've uh, fallen through my roof before. <laughs> Sam has fallen through my roof before. <laughs> fun story. Um I will save it for another day. Uh but um I got up to the edge of my roof and I was about to get on and it was cold out and I was like, Do I really want to die today? No. And I said I don't. Especially the, not for the, Christmas. The answer's today's not no. the day. The answer's yeah, today's no. not the day. Yeah, I decided. Yeah. Today was not the day. <laughs> so, you know, we do stuff like that. We have we have um traditions that we do on like Christmas Eve with family and things. We always go to uh, my wife's family, they're from Tennessee. So we jumped down to Tennessee after Christmas. But um, you know, we, we play Christmas music nonstop from Black Friday all the way through really through the new year. We play Christmas music on repeat at my house. Nice. Favorite so, Christmas song? Yeah, yeah. Give me give me your favorite. Favorite Christmas song. Man, you know, I have a couple. I have a couple, you know? Like I dig the I dig like the old Beatles song that or, that was out. It's like well, this is Christmas. Oh yeah, da, 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 the Beatles did that. Yeah, it's uh, I oh. think it's Paul McCartney. Okay, I could be wrong. We could look it up. It's 2018. That's true. <laughs> but let's not. I like I like mistletoe. <laughs> listen, I like listen. I got a variety here. Okay, I like mistletoe by yeah. Justin Bieber. By Jay Beams. Um, yeah. Mistletoe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's mistletoe. solid. It's solid. It's I'm, a, a, it's I'm a, a few bars. For it's, me. it's a jam. But I'm gonna be under the mistletoe with you, shawty with you. With yeah, it was you. like right before his voice oh. changed. 
Right. Yeah, so you still got a little bit of the young JB yeah. in there, but a little bit but like it's solid, the, but a little know. bit of the maturity. And then I like, you know, Sia came out with a Christmas record like last year, two years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy Sia's Christmas record a lot, but then I also like the classic man, White I, Christmas, Bing Crosby. Come I on. just heard Sia's stuff for Christmas this year. Yeah, yeah it's good. Too. It's actually really yeah, good. Yeah, it's really solid. Yeah, I really great. enjoy it. So, I think Katy Perry has a song too. Yeah, well, she? I don't need all that, but <laughs> <does> she? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like I don't really need your fancy things. All right, never mind. I think that was Alicia Keys, but I like I'm kidding. It sounds like okay. So uh, <laughs> I like that. Clint. For me, Cute. let's see. Uh, so we always. Um, I told you guys I decorated already. We go to there's a there's a, a town in Michigan called Frankenmuth, and it's like a like which like I a, called Frankenbooth my whole life. Right. Don't know why. <laughs> Frankenbooth. So yeah. Frankenmuth <laughs> is like a German, like a legit German village. Where like the buildings are in like the like I guess classical German style. Um, yeah, it's called Bavarian. Yeah, is okay, the idea. Bavarian style. Okay, yeah, there like you go. Bavarian. Bavarian. Yeah, yeah, and they have a place there called Bronner's, which is a ginormous. Think of like Super Walmart or like uh, <laughs> like like the <laughs> Super Walmart. Y'all, do y'all not call, <laughs> down, this show down, will now listen, never be sponsored. Down, down. <laughs> Listen, where I'm, no, listen, where I'm from, they're called Super Walmarts. No, I, Dance and Bone they're huge super, is so, not sponsored by They're Bronner's. not. They're Bronner's not. But, or Super Walmart. Yeah. But Dance if you want to insert a Bronner's, a Bronner's uh, like ad drop right here, you can. We'll cut for it. <laughs> yeah. There it is. And so, uh, but think of like that, but and everything in yeah. the entire store, literally from All the ceiling Christmas. to the ground, wall to wall. <laughs> Uh, shout out Ying Yang Twins from the wall to wall uh, is Christmas stuff. And so we go there every year. We go, we pick out, uh, we each pick out my wife, myself, my daughter. We each pick out one new ornament every year to add to the tree. That's cool. Um, and then are they, we, wait, are they specific ornaments or just any ornament you want? Any ornament you want, but like we know it's se- yours. They're not from like a series or anything like no, that. No, 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 okay, no. Cool. Just random every year, but cool. we know that it, and then we write the year on the back of it. Yeah. And so it's kind of like we add to it. And then, yeah. um, then they have two, um, Two like inns, like old hotel, motel, whatever things, mm-hmm. uh, that rival each other. They sit on the same street, same corner, directly across from each other. It's kind of like the cheesesteak or cheesecake feud in like Philly or New York, or whatever. But these guys rival each other with like German traditional like fried chicken. Okay. And so you have the Bavarian Inn and you have Zenders, and they rival each other. So we go every year. We we chose Team Zenders. It's. Mm. You know, starts with a Z. Z. Why would you not? Right now, yeah. I mean, it's it's just cool. So we go to Zenders, we eat German fried chicken, and we pick out new Christmas ornaments, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like our big thing. If you know, if we're really feeling in the mood, we'll you know we'll get some hot chocolate, take one of them carriage rides around. But them them boys are expensive, so yeah. it's only on like the right day. You yeah, know what I mean? Gotta, like, yeah, you gotta be having a good day that day to go. It's gotta be like lightly snowing, but not sticking to the ground. I know. To, you know, it's just gotta yeah. feel like magic. Yeah, you gotta. Have a little, yeah, it can't be like a yeah. kind of no. cl- crummy day. And, just, and then I'll give you my uh, my my favorite Christmas song, hands down, easily is any song. Take your pick uh, from the CeeLo Christmas album. <laughs> CeeLo Green if has you a did Christmas not know album, he had one. and he it's does. phenomenal. Go listen <laughs> okay. to CeeLo sing "Mary, Did You Know," and call me right afterwards and try to tell me, try to lie to me, and tell me you did not cry. Okay, I can <laughs> we'll, do that. We'll talk about it. All right. Have you heard of "Talking Is Teaching"? It's this new program, this new initiative that is going to absolutely change 
the reading levels in our country moving forward with our kids. Listen, by the age of four, people of a lower income hear 30 million less words than those who are raised in higher income families. And this is important because the size of your vocabulary by kindergarten really dictates our ability to learn how to read. And so babies need more words. Let me say that again. Babies need more words. Words and so we are partnering with the Clinton Foundation to bring to 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 bring awareness to this program called Talking Is Teaching. There's th- a threefold approach to make this happen. We need to talk to our kids, we need to read with our kids, and we need to sing with our kids. Turn a commute into a concert. Sing some songs with your kids. Put on some crazy tunes, and y'all go at it. Take time at night to read a story out loud with your children, and then just talk to them. Engage them in conversation. Babies need more words. Talking is teaching. We're partnering with the Clinton Foundation. If you want more information, go to greatstart.org. We lost uh, an American hero um, over the past week in uh, former President George H.W. Bush. And uh, we got to watch his family and the country say goodbye to him in a very heartfelt way. One of the the things that really struck me about uh, the home going for former President George H.W. Bush was not necessarily the tribute to what he did as a a public servant, but to him as a father and as a human being. And I just wanted to kind of talk through that, but also, you know, read this quote from uh, his son, um, President George W. Bush, who got to eulogize his father. And, And one of the things he said was, quote, Dad, Dad taught us that public service is noble and necessary, that one can serve with integrity and hold true to the important values like faith and family. He strongly believed that it was important to give back to the community and country in which one lived. He recognized that serving others enriched the giver's soul. To us, he was the brightest of a thousand points of light. Wow. Heavy statement. That was a heavy statement, and it was read with a lot of... Dignity from you. I, that, I, I enjoyed that. That was that. nice. That Thank was you. nice. That yeah. was very, very like, uh, what's that radio station? NPR? Oh, very NPR. That was very NPR. Yeah, yeah. that was nice. Thank I you. like, uh, my, my favorite line probably from, from that um, was when he says that, uh, when he says serving others uh, enriches the giver. Yes. Like that, that's powerful. That's mm-hmm. really powerful, you know? And just like we said, I mean, my, my mind automatically thinks, how often do we get to see a former president honored by a former president who is his own son? You know, like that's, yeah. that's cool. I mean, former president or presidents and former presidents honor former presidents all the time, but that relation of it being his child and getting to see kind of like, you know, the fruit of his parenting, you know, displayed through him, but then also hearing him recollect his dad in front of, the whole nation, but not for being, like you said, not for being the president, but for just being a good dad. Like that is it, deep, man. Like it hit, no matter what your political affiliation is, like that's powerful. Hearing a son talk about a dad and they both served yeah, in the same were, office. Yeah. Like, Cause his son, who better suited to talk about one, his father, right to what he gave yeah. uh, as a person, as a servant, the example he set. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was phenomenal. I think I enjoy watching the you know current and former presidents all sit there. And yeah. I think that was a true uh, symbol of what this country can be at its greatest. Because in that moment, there were people supporting each other. And it was a community of the United States. It wasn't red or blue or right. conservative or yeah. liberal. It they was, all literally had yeah. to share the same row. They shared the same row. No and aisles, no reaching no, across. 
across that no there division. Was, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the enduring moment that the media caught was George W. bringing a, a cough drop or a piece of candy over to Michelle Obama. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. in that moment, you know, and, and that love, I mean, I yeah. think those type of moments are what endure us to this country, that moment of, like, bipartisanship where we remember, yeah. like, oh, yeah. They're people. Yeah, they're people, and people do like each other. Right, and, yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, to see them just interact and laugh and just, like, you know, be civil, it just kind of reminds us that we have to show each other a little bit of love, man. Well, yeah. what what what's cool for me to see is that even just in that, like, it reminds, like, because in, in, in our social media world and all that, like, it's so easy to just be like, okay, blue and red, boom, boom, we're, we're opposites here, and then just throw stones or make assumptions about the other side the whole time, and we forget that we're, no matter who you're talking to or yelling at or arguing with or whatever it is, debating with, disagreeing with, um, it's another person on the other end of that. You know what I mean? And so it's cool to see the politicians themselves who a lot of us uh, uh, or many people, uh, you know, feel represent them like so hardcore that they're willing to like, you know, fight for these things or, or, or debate for these things. Seeing the actual people that represent us coming together and here, man, here's a cough drop or here's what, or I love when you catch like uh, George W. and like Obama cracking jokes with each other yeah, and they're laughing and they're just, you know, it's like, Yo, like these these two dudes, everybody else fights defending them like they like they always hate each other. But mm-hmm. outside of politics, they're just people. And you know, well, did you hear what uh, Bill Clinton said about George H. W. Bush? Uh, he no. said his friendship was one of the greatest gifts of my life. Wow, that's powerful. And you could imagine. I mean, even to take it back to the letter that George W. George H. W. Mm-hmm. left for. Um, Clinton coming into the office. I mean, think about it. Opposing party. Basically, they're just saying, like, we don't want you. We mm-hmm. want the complete opposite of you. Right. And he showed this man nothing but grace. I mean, and, you know, civility. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that carried on after yeah. their presidency because, to be quite frank, you know, we don't know the weight of the presidency. You no. don't know. Mm-hmm. When you run, even when you're in charge of organizations, uh, you could just imagine, like, we've all been, you guys are in leadership mm-hmm. roles now, too. You carry a different burden and imagine the level of burden they carry and right, to yeah. have that community. So um, it's uh, it's good stuff, I mean, to talk about. And, and uh, I think from a parenting perspective, the, the lessons I take away from that is like, you know, of all the things I want to teach my children, I want to make sure I'm teaching them to like lead with integrity, to like think with integrity and character, yeah. to do the right thing when no one is looking. And mm. to have though that good bones, because I feel like a lot of times I see people um, just in general not showing those good bones, you know, mm-hmm. not showing that passion, that integrity. So, yeah. right. and people know. have it. People, people have course, those absolutely. good bones. It's just that's not usually the first, the first thing to come out. Not usually the first step, you know. Yeah. No. And I think, I think that is, I think it is a cool time for us to sort of uh, reflect yes. with the passing of H.W. Uh, first of all. He was just George Bush until his son won the presidency. Right, yeah. Yeah. Now you have to specify. out him for his middle name, H.W. Yeah, 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 like, we all, yeah that's why I did this whole time. That. I'm like, that's why I'm like, yes, George H.W. Yeah, like yeah. he was never George H.W. Bush when he was in office. No, he, <laughs> he was just George Bush. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's kind of nice. It's a nice kind of pause for us as dads and, and you know, the listeners as well to just kind of think, you know, what, what, are, what are our kids going to say about us? What are we showing our kids? What are we teaching our kids? What are we leaving our kids with? Um, you know, are they going to stand up and say they taught me character, they taught me hard work, they taught me whatever, or did they teach me to be quiet while the lions were on TV? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we're, if we're being honest. Yeah. And, and so that- it's a nice time of introspection for us to kind of say, hey, 
you know, what kind of life are we leaving? What kind of legacy are we leaving with our kids? You know? Yeah. And, th- and that's really the point of it is to the legacy we leave behind for our kids as dads is, is what we put in them. And, uh, mm-hmm. I heard, uh, Will Smith and his uh, son talking and he said, um, people won't listen to you, what you say. They'll look at what you do. Mm-hmm. And so that's as huge. fathers and as, you know, husband and just as men of character, you know, we just got to remember to just leave with integrity. Forty-six. Forty-six 46% of kids birth to age six that we've screened in the last five years in Wayne County have scored at some risk for developmental delay. Guys, this is Kayla from Help Me Grow. We know that kids fly under the radar when it comes to development, and we want dads to know what they can do to make sure that their kids are on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and take the screening anytime. It's fast, it's easy, it's just a few simple questions that you can fill out about your child. The sooner detection we make, the easier it is for kids to get on track and stay on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and get the screening done today. So many of you guys have probably seen on, uh, you know, Sports Center or the news. This, I think this has made national headlines. Um, this deal with uh, Kareem Hunt and the domestic abuse, the domestic violence, all that stuff. Awful. The NFL, the cover-ups, the yeah. scandals, all of those things. What are some thoughts you guys have on all that stuff, man? How do we handle that as dads talking to our kids who are sitting in there while we're watching Sports Center and they're talking about this altercation going down and everything? You know. You know, I think it's uh, it's awful. It's awful that we have to deal with this in terms of as a society, we need to progress more. Um, you know, it's a, an unfortunate incident for us to have to see on tape as an example right. of, you know, men and women interacting and more so just people interacting with and one for, another. For those of you who don't know, let me clarify who haven't seen it or maybe you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, an NFL running back for, he's a running back, right? Yeah, NFL yeah. running back for the Kansas, for the Kansas City Chiefs who are on a roll. Um, he was, there's video that surfaced of him in a physical dispute with a female in a hotel, like hallway or something. Yeah. Yeah. He got uh, into it with, they were arguing, uh, apparently some words were shared. Yeah. And then it got physical and and incredibly inappropriate. And so, um, the NFL has acted on it, you know, Mm -hmm. but the, the, the big beef is that the NFL knew about it and didn't act on it. Now they're acting on it and all this, but how, how do we talk to our kids about this sort of thing? Yeah, you know, that's that's an interesting question for me. I, I think about more the perspective of um, as a father of daughters. I think about how do I talk to my daughters about that, right? Yeah, yeah. which is which is interesting because we all everybody around this table has daughters, so yeah, it yeah it kind of hits hits close to home with that when you have daughters that are getting older and live in a world where this maybe is not more uh, definitely not more accepted, but. I think more visible now with social yeah, I mean, media. You got cameras everywhere. Yeah. And I guess for me, like one, a couple of things I always want to talk to my daughters about is always be aware of your surroundings, mm-hmm. like know where you are, know who you're with and pay attention to what's going on, mm-hmm. especially in this age of like cell phones and like people are becoming less self-aware of what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wouldn't want my daughter to be in that situation at all. Because mm-hmm. I don't see that as a situation where you can win. Mm-hmm. And what scares yeah, me is does. in that situation is to see the woman, even though she's upset and even though she might have been wrong, like advancing towards this guy right. who could harm her. Right. Because as a dad, I'm like, no, don't do that. 
Yeah. Like that's the well, worst and, thing. And you I can have do. I have boys. I have three boys and a girl, and I, I I think it's even a boy thing. I think it's a boy and girl thing. I don't think it's just girls advancing towards guys. I think it's guys advancing towards. I think it's any person advancing towards another person to interact and like negative physical interaction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I agree. Like uh, we were talking before, uh, you know, when we were in our uh, pre-production stuff, we were talking about how, you know, the goal should be when we talk to our kids is to de-escalate. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you shouldn't get to a place where physical, you know, that's, that's the next step in your interaction. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if it yeah. gets to, to that point, you need to walk away. Right. You know, but that doesn't, you don't start teaching those lessons when your kids are 16, 17, 18. That's right. not when you start having these conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts now. Yeah, I mean, like so my, my youngest son um, is three years old, and he's in this phase where he's saying, you know, I'm so angry, I'm so mad at you, you know, but he says, chew, and it's just the cutest thing ever. But he's sharing his emotions and his feelings, and so... That's when, adorable, by the way. We won't, we won't let yeah, that Yeah, he's like, I'm so mad at you. And you're like, I'm like, I, I love, love that you're so mad at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me again, tell me again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're like, we're like, listen... Parent moments. <laughs> it's it's okay for you to have these feelings. It's okay yeah. for you to have these emotions. Yeah. It's I think it's it's it has a lot to do with us teaching our kids how do we handle these emotions? Yes. How do we deal with these emotions? How do we allocate them? How do we um sort of um leverage them in our conversations, in our interactions? Sometimes it is to just you need to walk away. You yeah. need to chill out, give some space, let it breathe. And that's where I think coming in to understanding your surroundings of like, hey. You're in a hotel hallway, and obviously there's like a bunch of dudes, a bunch of people. There's some chaos going on. You need to chill. Yeah, you, you need, need to walk away because yeah. how else do you expect this to end? Right. You know, and I like your point talking about, um, you know, speaking about your feelings because mm-hmm. you do need to be able to express your feelings. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, we talked about that a lot in season one. Yeah, and we, we now we talk a lot about, you know, talking is teaching. We talk about tuning in and, like, taking turns and all that stuff. Yeah. And the, and the way that I apply this here is just, like, you know, sometimes we have to keep it real with ourselves and our feelings and say why we're upset. And remember that anger is, uh, you can, however you phrase it, it's, uh, it's related to an underlying feeling of sadness, mm-hmm. of hurt, of pain. Mm-hmm. And you need to address that within yourself and say, whoa, hey, I'm triggered. Let me chill out. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some people say, like, you know, when they apologize, they say, like, and Kareem Hunt might have said it, I got caught up in my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to just be aware to not get caught up in our feelings. If mm-hmm. that's something that, sure. you know, you do. Well, yeah, what we always tell uh, my daughter is, um, you know, it's okay. Obviously, it's okay to feel all those things. It's normal to feel all those things. And you probably, I mean, let's be honest, when you're on the playground or you ha- you're having to learn to share toys mm-hmm. and play, you know, if, if you got kids that play sports, learning how yep. to play fair, learning how to take a loss, mm-hmm. all those different, you're going to feel those emotions regularly. And uh, depending on what, what activities you're involved in, you might feel them more than other emotions. So it's important to be to to know when you're in control of those things because when you're in control of them you can handle them productively or you can handle them mm-hmm. in a positive way yeah. um not that you can get everybody else to do the same thing but at least you have control yeah. over what you can do and what you contribute but when you like i mean we call it snapping for a reason when you snap when you you know yeah. go off when you do yeah. it's all called that for a reason because you lose control of your oh, emotions yeah. and when you lose control and things you never, you never get physical, physical because you're in control of a situation. Absolutely. So it not. doesn't matter if it's two guys fighting, right. if it's two girls fighting, if it's a guy and a girl fighting, if it's whatever the situation is. At that point, you're not in a place to think logically 
and you're not in a place where you're in control of your emotions, so you're not going to be able to handle that situation with any kind of productivity. There's right. nothing good that's going to come out of that. You're right. And if you think about martial arts and things like that, and you think about how they teach you how to like break boards and they yeah. teach you how yeah. to like, harness your and, like hurt people and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the core of that is that controlling you first. Yeah. Like they don't teach you how to like break necks first. They yeah. teach you how to control you first right. and then react. And a lot of right. martial arts are built around the concept of people attacking you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's around like counter, yeah. counter, uh, yeah, counter using attacking. Energy. And yeah. I can take it to wrestling. That's what wrestling is. Like when you really wrestle with somebody, mm-hmm. you're not trying to slam them. They're slamming themselves. Yeah. They're you're aggressing leveraging you. their You're momentum. just guiding them to yeah, the absolutely. mat. Absolutely. You're like, yeah. oh, you want to charge at me? Boom. Let me slam you right, on the right. ground real quick. Funny, right. my, my eldest son. Pause, pause, pause. Not that we're endorsing that. No, but my oldest but the son idea. said that about about hitting his cousin the other day. He was like, "I was just touching his face in a fast motion." I was like, "What? Yeah, Are you trying it. to give me some of that? What?" He's a sensei. Not your sensei. It's like, no, you were not. <laughs> but that's that's that goes to my point too. It's like that's why it's important. I think for us as dads who are seeing this Kareem Hunt stuff. And we, uh, you know, we're sitting here watching it going, man, if that was my daughter, man, if that was my whatever, yeah. and we're looking at it that way. But I think it's, it's something that happens at a young age. I think it's something that happens at the age of two, three, four, five, six, all the way up. Because if we're consistently teaching them to never take it to a physical place, never throw hands, never, never let it escalate, always de-escalate, always de-escalate, always de-escalate, then when things snap or we get in the heat of the moment – we're going to automatically go to our go-to response. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if our go-to response has been ingrained in us for a lifetime that we don't hit people, we don't attack people, we don't escalate the situation, our response is going to fall in line with that right. hypothetically, hopefully. Right. Yeah. Right. And your response also needs to, uh, you know, you, we definitely want to teach our kids to defend themselves too. But yeah. at your point, you can defend yourself so much better when you're thinking than Clearly. when you're just like, right. oh, I'm good. You know, yeah, you're right, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I just said it was like a combination. I don't know. I think that was your happy voice. Was it? So it was like a combination of sadness and fighting and bad okay. memories. I don't know. I, I is think... that what you sound like when you fight? That's awesome. I think it's important to um to to remember that we model that not just in our deliberate like conversation with them mm-hmm. because. It's not always easy to look at these things as they happen and go, you know, hey, you know, like grab your son and come over. Hey, come over. You see what? This is what we don't do, and this is how yeah. we don't. Re- or grab your daughter and say, hey, listen. Th-. And we should be having taking advantage of these things as we see them to use them as teaching points. Absolutely, yeah. but we have to remember too that we can't just do that. If if I look at you know my kid and go, we do not react like this. But then she hears me. I'm on the phone with somebody yeah. I'm angry with, and yeah. I'm like, yo, you lucky that you know you ain't here right now because you catch these hands. And she hears me. <laughs> she hears me in real for real. Like she hears me in yeah. real time. Oh, yeah. Threatening somebody with violence. But then I pull her to the side and I go, hey, listen, we do not do this. We de deescalate and disarm yeah. the situation. She's like, but sure. dad, I just saw yeah, you escalate it all the ma- yeah. second floor. Then every yeah. Then everything you said. <laughs> then everything you you taught with that intentional like yeah. moment of teaching is out the window because yeah. they're they're observing they're how you Absolutely. really feel. Not not then it's not just lip service. So we have to be yeah. We have to be not only teaching our kids to be self aware in their environments, but we have to be self aware as well. Like our kids aren't just listening when we talk to them. They're listening yeah. when we talk. Period. And then on top of that, they're watching how we react, yes. not just with them or not just to the news, but in our own situations as well. So yeah. And to take it 
to a point we talked about before with a lot of our parents and stuff who are older and they're like, I don't do that. I'm probably not going to be able to do that. I've been this way my whole life. The one thing I think we're learning about the brain and about our neurons and how things fire and even people making changes is it's never too late. You know, we no, talk no, about talking not. is teaching You're and we right. talk about um, some of the tra- trauma people have gone through yeah. and they're like, well, my, you don't know my life. Yeah. It's the same principles. Like, yeah, some of us, we weren't, no, we weren't taught this as a kid, but you can still learn. Yeah. You can oh, yeah. still grow. And even if you were a knucklehead your whole life, yeah. that doesn't mean you got to be a knucklehead. Yeah. You going can start over. today. Yeah. Be decisive. I had a coworker right who once said, you know, because um, I told her, I was like, you know, you only get to be new once. But she said, but you can always start over. Yep. Yeah. So yep. that's huge. Sure. And so we had the cream hunt stuff in the news. That was a kind of a uh, black eye, no, no pun intended, on the whole sports deal things going on and everything. It was it was not good. But there was something that came out in the news just recently that I feel like superseded that. That was a super bright light, super Absolutely. positive. Um, it was this really, really awesome moment. Are you talking about Wreck-It Ralph? And it, I'm talking about Wreck-It Ralph. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, okay. I'm Fabulous. talking about Steph Curry. Steph Curry has been our dad to the bone, um, you know, dad of the week. He's oh, been yeah. the, the spotlight guy for us. But Steph did something this week that Back I think. Back at it again. Yeah, I think is just absolutely incredible. So there's can this I not love girl. that guy? Is it okay? I don't What's love that? him. You I don't, don't love, love Steph? No. You can not love him as a How player. How can you not love him as a player, as him. a human? No, I don't hate him. A super good looking guy? I, well, I'm not going there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it next level. Well, I'm Steph. For life, you, I, I just I got a tattoo on my left wrist. I don't like him like I don't like Alabama. This is not true. <laughs> it's not true. It is very. Not you true. don't like him like you so don't you like, have like a, You have like a fan disdain for. Yeah, him. I mean, it's yeah, it's like I mean, you can really shoot from anywhere in the gym. I mean, yeah, that's annoying. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, so you're jealous? So yeah, basically. Okay. You know, so here's, like here's what happened. Here's what happened. There's this little girl named Riley who's nine years old, okay. and. Um, she is a, a baller. She's a nine-year-old little girl who, who likes to hoop. And okay. she went on the Under Armour website with her dad and tried to pick up the new Steph Curry 5s. Mm. And she noticed that you could customize them, you could do all this stuff, but they only had boy sizes. And so she wrote this letter uh, to Steph and, you know, snail mail, which is a thing still, Throwback. evidently. Yes. And so she writes him this letter, but then her dad, you know, takes a picture of this letter and puts it on Instagram and tags Steph Curry and the Warriors and all this stuff in it. And essentially, I'm going to read the letter because it's just so adorable. It's so awesome. She says, my name is Riley, just like your daughter with a little smiley face. She says, I'm nine years old <laughs> from Napa, California. I am a big fan of yours. I enjoy going to the Warriors games with my dad. I asked my dad, shout out to that dad, by the way. Yeah, that's awesome. I asked my dad to buy me the new Curry Fives because I'm starting a new basketball season. My dad and I visit. You see how much time this dad spent with his daughter? It's dope. It's awesome. He said, I'm, because I'm starting a new basketball season. My dad and I visited the Under, Under Armour website and were disappointed to see that there were no Curry Fives for sale under the girls' section. Mm. However, they did have them for sale under the boys' section, mm. even to customize. I know you support girl athletes because you have two daughters and Ooh. you host an all girls' basketball camp. Wow. I hope you can work with Under Armour to change this because girls want to rock the Curry Fives too. Sincerely, Riley Morrison. Go ahead, sister. Come on now. Go Ahead. That is so awesome. But what's yeah, really it. awesome is how Steph responded, and he said, "Yeah, we're getting with Under Armour. We're changing it. We're fixing it. We're adding girl sizes, customizable, the whole deal." He said he's going to send her the new Curry Fives like before anybody else gets them. He said he's going to bring her out to a Warriors game. He's doing something special for the ladies on a certain night at a home game. She's going to be on court, courtside, all this stuff. And so he responded in a way that's like, "You're totally right. Yeah, we messed up." Well, I mean, you know backtrack I mean? to the to the to the fact that he responded, which is also incredible. Yeah, you know how you much know how much, you know how much mail gets? these guys get. Yeah, I know. I've been insane. writing the Rock Dwayne Johnson my entire <laughs> life. 
Rock. <laughs> what please I love the most is respond. that on he talks about the Rock almost every episode. <laughs> And every time he says his name in a different order. Yeah, Uncle DJ the, the Rock. Rock. The Rock Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm trying to figure out which way he the Rock. The Rock Johnson, I think, was last episode. I just want whichever way he, like, his buddies respond to him, like, whatever they call him. It's like a vocal. What. You're trying to do, like, a like a, like a a word, like, puzzle. Like, and if you just say his name the it's right a, way, a, oh, he'll be like. And it'll unlock huh? it. Yeah, he'll just he'll just come calling Dude, your phone. listen, we, we, are, we got a lot in common. We the Rock Johnson. Got, like, he's like. I owe somebody a phone call. I know. Like, <laughs> listen, we have both have three daughters. We're both amazingly awesome. You are the rock. I I, I wish. I really do. <laughs> like, we so, both are like buddies with Kevin Hart. Not really. Know, well, okay. Not really. I almost wore my rock t-shirt today, but yeah, but, man. But listen, I, so Steph Curry responds. He sends her a, a handwritten letter as well, took a picture of it, posted it on uh, on um, Instagram. He said, I th- you know, basically says, thank you for helping us get better, Riley. Like, you, you hooked us up. We made this work, whatever. Threw out all this stuff to her. And so that was awesome to see an athlete. You Absolutely. hear the Kareem Hunt stuff, and it's like, oh, that's terrible. Another role model that my kids are looking up to falls and fails right. and yeah. sets this terrible example. But then on the flip side of the coin, you got Steph Curry, who's out there killing the game, out there being this example of like, yeah, this is what it looks like to be a good dad, a family man, to care about people over whatever, and throwing all this stuff out there. Um, but what stood out to me in this story was the dad of Riley, Riley's mm-hmm. dad, that you know they get on that website, and I know most of the time, myself included, I would have probably been guilty of like, oh, well, don't worry about it. You know, a boy size three is like a girl size one. Let's just get a boy size one, no big deal, or however that shakes down, you know. Right. And I'd say it's not a big deal, don't worry about it. But he didn't do that. He was like, you know what, you're right. And so he like used it as a teachable moment to empower his daughter to use her voice for yeah, positive change. Yeah, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, like he's the he's the MVP in this story. You know, yeah. Steph Curry gets the, the limelight or whatever, but that Riley's dad. Showing up, first of all, they're spending time at games. She's, he's helping coach basketball. He's going to buy her new shoes for the season. He gets on the Under Armour website with her. Like, obviously, this is a thing that they share together, a passion they share together. And then he empowers her to say, hey, you don't like this? Let's make it, let's do something about it. Let's yeah, change it. Those are the lessons I think we all want to give our kids. When you look at kids who like start businesses at a young age or kids who do some magnificent things at a younger age, it does go back to their parents empowering them to be those bold people who are life changers, who are world changers. Yeah. You know, to say, write that letter, to like move that thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> My- my daughter like impressed me the other day because uh, the my second oldest like cracked her head on a, a lamp Ooh. and she like shattered the glass everywhere. Goodness! And so my oldest like she wrote like a very short but like elaborate note to my wife and I was I was like you are a good writer like and she was like she's like dad I got to put this note on the door and she didn't want my wife to be mad mm-hmm. and she wrote her note on the door and she would put one on the table and it was just. To her whole thought process, which was so impressive to me, yeah, yeah, and the effort that she put into it, and and that's what we want our kids to do: to be empowered, to be thinkers and doers and, and world changers. Absolutely, yeah. My um, my daughter this morning, not I mean, you know, now that we're just having a brag session about our kids, but my uh, my daughter this morning. I didn't mean to brag. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, like I mean, you're right because. In like for me, I I kind of have I don't have that urge a lot, but if you know if you know my child, she's like insanely outgoing all the time and so sometimes i have to i have to be like careful about when i rein her in or when i just kind of let her go and just be you baby you know but um she was uh this morning i came out of the shower she was already dressed she was hanging out waiting came out of the shower i'm getting dressed i walked by her room and then her doors open and she's wrapping like her own books 
uh, like she took a bunch of wrapping paper from a present that like somebody else gave her. She already opened. So she's recycling wrapping paper and wrapping like three different books and labeling them for friends in her classroom. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And she was like, uh, this one's for my teacher. This one's for this friend. This one's for this friend. And uh, I'm going to bring them all with me today and put them on my backpack, okay? And I was like, and in that moment, I want to be like, nah, unwrap that. Put your books back. I bought them, boys. Okay, so put the books back. Let's let. Okay, let's let's get this right. But in that moment, I was like, you know what? She's so like she's thoughtful. She woke up this morning and thought of three people in her class that she wanted to give something to, and she doesn't have a ton of stuff to. You know, she can't go buy them something. So she's like, hmm, you can have this book. You can have this book. You know, and she wrapped it and labeled it and had it all prepared. And she was so excited to just go and be generous. Like she woke up this morning wanting to give something to people. Yeah. And so I was like, you don't want those books? And she was like, no. And I was like, all right, cool. Put them in your backpack. And I walked her into the class and I made sure that she gave each friend, we gave it to the right friend and we gave it to her teacher. And I had to kind of give her teacher like the look like, you know, come on, just just say thank you. <laughs> you know, and so, but but it's true. Those I moments see you giving the look with the yeah, emotion. I was like, like come yeah, on, come just, on, just yeah. say thank you. You Let's know, you, come on, her heart's in the right spot. Let's go. You know, <laughs> act like it's the greatest thing you ever got. And so, um, you know, but like I think as dads, you have those moments where you want to be like, oh, okay, that's not how things work. You don't, you don't, we yeah, don't do yeah, it like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But and there's been times before where I, I would have been like, nah, we'll we'll go to the store some other time and we'll buy yeah. them something for real and we'll. Yeah. But I was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put the lid on that. Like she well, wants yeah. to be generous. That's a great thing. That's like, huge let's, because let's if, do it. You if know? we can empower our kids in those moments, I mean, think about it. this Riley girl. She changed the game. Yeah. Under Armour will now Absolutely. have girl sizes yeah. forever. Yep. And you know who's gonna follow suit? Yep. Nike, Nike. Adidas. Yep. Like yep. she changed. The game for girls yeah. because that dad was willing to empower his daughter to say, You can make a difference, your voice can be heard. You know who else does this and I think is incredible? It's this guy named Bob Goff, who oh, yeah. is he's like yeah. this motivational speaker. He's written some books and stuff. He's out of San Diego, California. When his kids were young, he had them write letters to all these like oh, yeah. politicians and yep. stuff and all these um, foreign ministers of, of different countries and things. And wrote them letters and was like, hey, we'd like to sit down and have a conversation with you. And they actually wrote back yep. and they actually went and had these meetings all over the world. And I mean, it's yeah. this crazy story. It's outlined in his book, Love Does, which if you haven't read it, you should. Um, but it, it's another dad who empowered their kids and said, hey, you know what? You have a voice. Just because yeah. you're young doesn't mean your voice is any less relevant, and any less important. Yeah, I'd just like to go back to one thing you said, just because I want them to endorse us and send us some stuff that we'd love to talk about. I believe Nike <laughs> does do women's sizes, and okay, I, do I don't know about Adidas, but if anyone from Nike is like little is girl sizes? Girl sizes in their shoes? I think shoes? they might. Maybe so. Well, I don't think it's just in regular shoes. I think it's specifying in... Basketball shoes. In, in, no, in players' signature shoes. Even if it's a male player specifying that they have girl sizes, like so you could get the Kyrie's yeah. in yeah. a girl's size two or whatever it is. Or the or, Jordan yeah. 11 Concords right. that are coming out. Mm, I, let's sweet. just be clear. Mm. I would love for Nike to send us a pair to uh, talk about on the air. I will we talk can... about Concords for the rest of my life if they send me a pair. <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll do the whole season three about them. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about some Dad the Bone Podcast, sponsored by the Jordan. 11 Concords. I mean, yeah. Nike in general. So, yeah, period. Because yeah. dads wear Nikes. And no, but I want the Jordan 11 Concords. That's the ones I want. So, yeah, if you want, if you want, to, see, uh, if you want to see Steph's letter, we'll, we'll post a picture of, there's actually a side-by-side -side of Riley's letter and Steph's letter. We'll post that on our social media so you guys can check it out. Really cool. If you didn't like Steph already, you should now because that's yeah. just great. That's, that's but, great. But, um, yeah, man, I think what we could take from that right there is just empower your kids, man. Empower like, if your kids they have, a, have a harebrained idea that you think is just out of this world listen if you can just bear with them and let them do it and 
muster the whatever it takes in you to just be not be a naysayer or not being yeah. uh, a roadblock in their way, but being a cheerleader for that. You yeah. never know what could come from that. I mean, that true. could, that could shape them. Don't forever. how their dream to death. Yeah. Wow, their dream to life. Yeah. That's Boom. huge. That's it. So as we were discussing sort of who our dad to the bone person of the week is going to be, we threw out, you know, obviously Riley, Riley's dad. Not me. No, not, not you this week. Maybe next week. Keep, keep striving. You're on my list every week. (laughs) You guys are on my list. There we go. Um, We talked about Riley's dad um, for empowering his daughter. We talked about Steph because, you know, he's just the goat, but we actually decided to settle this week on our dad to the bone person of the week of someone who's local. Someone who is a faithful Dad to the Bone podcast subscriber and listener. And um, we were actually invited to his daughter's birthday party. He's just a good uh, dad, too. This past weekend. Dude, he's a stud. He's just a good guy. Yeah, he's a stud. He's good looking. Very good looking. He's got a beard. He's got a great beard. I mean, he's, he's he just, rides bicycles for a hobby. It's a and no like brand. builds bikes for yeah. like. Dude, he rides like bike non-profit. trails. Like, yeah. have you seen his pictures? Oh yeah. And he takes his daughter with him. I know. They ride in a trailer. Like, yeah, I know. It's, yeah, he's yeah. He's hardcore. Right. So our dad, dad to, to the bone. bone certified dad person of the week is Anthony Key. <laughs> yeah. Do we have like a little? Oh, I got he the got keys, keys, keys. Yeah. <laughs> You bu- that was not rehearsed. No, it wasn't. And you guys jumped into nope. that right on. Uh, <laughs> so, Anthony. Anthony, listen, we salute you, dog. Listen, Anthony, we, we were invited to his daughter's birthday party this past weekend. And Anthony is just telling us a story like it's totally normal and like it wasn't a huge deal. And we're all sitting there like floored, like, dude, you did that? So, he, he ordered from, I'm not going to name the place that he ordered it from, but it sounds a lot like Walmart. And um, he. <laughs> Was it Walmart? Walmart? No, no? it wasn't. Or was it? It was, no, it wasn't well, a super Walmart. And it definitely wasn't a super Walmart. It definitely wasn't a super Walmart. Yeah. We know that. I mean, they don't they don't mess up. Yeah, I, I don't know what to rhyme it with. So I'm yeah I'm okay okay. It was so a Meyer. It, it was a Meyer. It was maybe maybe Meyer. It was Meyer, but we won't maybe. say which one. And was not all Myers are created equal. That's true. Blyers. That's true. Okay. So he yeah. goes there and he he sees in this booklet on their advertisement whatever, he wants unicorn cupcakes. Unicorn. Simple. Unicorn cupcakes. Simple, simple right? Popular it's like, right yeah, now. Tie-dyed hair, you know, yeah. a horn, a horsey face, whatever. Yeah, that's it. Uh, with like the eyebrows, the whole deal. The rainbows. And, yeah, stuff, rainbows, yeah. the whole deal. And so um, he orders these unicorn, these unicorn cupcakes, goes to pick them up like what? Two hours, three hours before the party. Well, thinking well what he told us was that incredible. when he ordered them, it was a cake. It was a unicorn yeah. cake. Yeah. And then he ordered it and he's like, but can you do this In a cupcake. on cupcakes? Yeah. And they were like, and they yeah, were like no problem. No problem. Totally. We got so it. So he shows up and they're cupcakes with like colorful frosting. And he's like, literally, uh, that was it. Like, yeah, it, was ju- it was it. a regular cupcake so with regular frosting. No face, no eyes, the, no rainbows, the, no horns, no nothing. The nothing. colorful frosting they're talking about was the hair of the unicorn. So picture yeah. a cupcake, like cake, whatever they do it, and the hair of the unicorn is the was, frosting. was the frosting color, and it was tipped. And that's and, it. And that's what... And, and so it, it, was, no, it, it was literally just, like, piped on. Yeah. It yeah. didn't even no look design. like a mane or anything. No, it they just looked like frosting. They were like, this is the unicorn hair, only because it was the same color frosting. Yeah. There was nothing different about it. Oh, like for real? And they're like, yeah, for real. And they're so he's like, like pay up. Okay, right. So we show up and there are these, he, he made these like homemade unicorn looking things, but we didn't know that. Yeah. We just thought they were unicorn cupcakes. But yeah. come to find out, my man went and bought waffle cone ice cream cones. Yes. Yep. 
And they're too big to fit on the cupcake. Yes. So my man, have you ever tried to break a waffle cone? Yeah, I asked him. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, how did? Because I would have went in and just tried to snap it in half. No. And he was like, Well, I did that for like the first two, and they just crumbled. Yeah. He's like, so I had to go through and literally just try to like break little tiny pieces off it. What like are you chip doing? It away. He was using the the cone. If you didn't catch, he's using the cone for the unicorn horn. Yes. And he's literally having to go cone by cone for every single cupcake and break bits and pieces of the cone to down make his to daughter. make, to make his all daughter. the horns yes. all the all the other unicorn horns uniform yeah right. the like same he, size he cracked them yeah. all to yeah. the same length it looked yeah. like the bakery did them yeah. no, nobody knew they and did and come it. to find out it's anthony sitting there for 2 hours before the party make it happen yeah, yeah make it and happen so just to add to the detail of what he did he didn't just stick the cones on top like in the middle like a normal put guy put them on like an do. angle he put yeah, them yeah. on an angle and all the cupcakes look like unicorn like we didn't I'm pretty no. sure he put like the sprinkles on all. Yeah, of it. Like, yeah. he, he no definitely joke. garnished. No joke. So, needless yeah. to say, if you need cupcakes for your birthday party, look up Anthony Key. Yeah, he can make some unicorn cupcakes. He's got the, like a boss. He's got the cup keys. But yeah, he's got the keys. <laughs> he's keys, got the major keys. keys. Major he's got key. the cup keys. Major so. key. But we want to just highlight him, man. That's a dad to the bone moment. Yeah, all of us have been there. Where there's time. a panic before the party, and you're like, oh man, what am I gonna do? Would have been super easy to just been like, babe, right, let's fine. just get regular cupcakes. Yeah, it's fine, babe. It's good. But no, he went the extra mile, dad to the bone. Made these unicorn cupcakes. So, Anthony Key, we salute you. We salute you, sir. Salute. You Guys, you it's time. It's that time of the week of the podcast this week for mic drop moments. What are your final thoughts from this week's episode? We're already on you, Sam. So, what's your mic drop this week, man? You know, my mic drop this week, honestly, is is to empower your kids to have their own voice. Yes, I think that is can be so powerful to encourage them to not. You know, not be, not play second fiddle just because they're young. Or they don't just have to be part of the crowd. Right. If they see it, if they want to make a change in the world, that they can do that. They don't have to wait till they're older. They don't have to wait till someone says they can do that. Empower them to do that now. When when your kid comes to you with an idea, don't howl that idea to death. Don't say, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? How are we going to say, wow, that's amazing and wow it to life. And so that would be my, my mic drop today, man. Cool. QJ? Me? I'll go first. I got, I got one on the tip of my tongue. Uh, so mine would just be, um, I'm getting weird faces for saying tip of my tongue. Why? What's up with that? I mean, it just, all right, fine. It was right. It was fresh was. in the melon. It was right here. Fresh in the melon. It was fresh in the melon. It was right here. No, I would just say from talking about the, uh, the HW, George W. Uh, stuff, man, like, I, I loved listening to his whole eulogy uh, speech and everything because you could tell his dad was just such a hero to him. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's easy for us to chase, as as dads, to chase accolades like in, in the workplace or with other people or to, or to like seek that affirmation or approval from our peers. Um, and we think once we obtain that from our peers that just – like out of natural progression that'll kind of give us fulfillment in the household too. Like, look what I accomplished. But just remembering that your kids don't, number one, always see all that. And number two, don't always care about that. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times it doesn't matter what you do when you're away from them for your kids to see as a hero. It really just matters what you do with them, what you say with them uh, and the big and the little things. And so I, I was just really floored by the way that a grown man and now, I mean, an elderly man, George W. talked about his own dad who could have been known for so many different things, but he just recollected personal things that made his dad a hero and endeared his father to him. And he didn't just talk about things from childhood. He talked about things from every stage of life. When I was an adult, this, just the other, I mean, he gave dates, you know, 
just the other day this, 10 years ago this, 20 years ago this. It's just that every stage of life, his dad was just a hero to him for a new reason. And, um, you know, it just made me really think, like, man, that's that's what I want to leave my kids with, is that no matter what stage of life they were in, I want them to know that I was in their corner and that I was just doing my best to be their dad. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah that's a good point. I, you know, and I like your mic drop moment. My uh, mic drop moment, I think, is going to go to kind of the points you guys had talked about earlier, you know, when we were talking about Kareem Hunt and um, addressing confrontation. Um, you know, my initial thoughts were just like to go to knowing your um, surroundings, be aware of your surroundings, everything. But I like what you guys said when you talked about, you know, be it a man or be it a woman or any situation. Control you first. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You can control the situation. It's True. not about it being, you know, a girl versus a man or, or you being versus somebody that's stronger than you or weaker than you. Control right. you first and you will control the situation. So yep. that's my mic drop moment of the uh, episode. Yep. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, it's been fun. So, yeah, don't forget to follow us on all social media if you haven't already. Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram is all at Dads of Wayne. Facebook, of course, is uh, facebook.com slash Dads of Wayne. We'd love to get connected with you. Yeah, yeah, we got some events coming up too, man. So get get caught up on it so you can see where we're going to be, where we're going to be sharing, what's going down. Cool. Yeah. Happy holidays.